Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Edge Talk Radio Show with your host, Angela Zabel. Are you ready to dive in deep and expand your consciousness? Together, helping you on your journey, answering your questions, to understand us, this world, and beyond. Connecting, making our lives better, easier, and more joyful. Come learn with me. Relax. Be curious. And let's have some fun. Join me today. Welcome, everyone, to Edge Talk Radio. I am Angela Zabel, that's me, and I am here with author of three books, Lindsay Eastburn with the Hypnofertility Center in Denver, Colorado. So who am I? I have connected and worked with spirit my entire life, and I have a team in the non-physical on the other side. So if I say they or them during this show and episode, it is because they are giving the information. I share messages from a multitude of realms with people. And I'm a teacher, coach, medium, radio show host, writer, retreat host, gallery reader, speaker. I do online and private and group sessions and classes offering guidance, mediumship, intuition, speaking engagements, and sharing knowledge with others. I have worked with people all around the world. You can find me on all of the social media aspects. And the biggest thing, come on and check out my website at angelazable.com. You'll find most of it on there. And um, Edge Magazine, so this is Edge Talk Radio. Edge Magazine is the leading events and media resource dedicated to all aspects of holistic living, health, and wellness, and the mysteries beyond. Sharing information, wisdom, and resources committed to promoting businesses, organizations, and individuals who support our collective journey to wholeness and balance. You can check out more on Edge Magazine at edgemagazine.net. And tonight we have Lindsay Eastburn, and she is the creator of the three keys, hypnofertility. She is a world-established expert in the field of hypnosis to promote fertility. She began professionally using hypnosis to facilitate pregnancy before anyone else had actively considered or pursued its benefits when there was no information about it in books and nothing could be found on the Internet. Lindsay then went on to institute the first certification program for therapists, which she has taught worldwide. She is the author of three books, and on, all on the subject of the infertility, and she has personally received patient referrals from several of the top fertility clinics in the United States and frequently works with the most difficult cases. Patients are referred to her when other practitioners have run out of options, when medical treatments or repeated protocols that should have worked do not. And she was featured in national and international media, including television news, talk shows, podcasts, radio, and print. And her work is the best of on. Her work is continuing to be the basis of ongoing research. Her intuitive style effectively blends the world of science and spirit. And she holds a master's degree in depth psychology and is board certified hypnotherapist and instructor. She's known as, as an intuitive empath for more than 25 years. She's been in the professional practitioner and instructor in the healing arts and well-versed in spiritual practices, including the Usi Reiki, hopefully I pronounced that right, <laughs> angelic Reiki, color healing, crystal enhancements, mindfulness and meditation. She has found that by working with the body, mind, and spirit as a whole is a much better effective support for each person. She supports a holistic, inclusive integration of science and spirit. 
and Lindsay's clients affectionately refer to her as the spiritual midwife and the baby whisperer or spirit baby whisperer because of her enigmatic ability to help them achieve success, often when they have been told it's impossible, often when she is the last hope. Lindsay believes that if you have a, feel, have a calling to have a baby, there is a reason for it. She has said so from the very beginning of three keys hypnofertility, which she created. She has known it all her life. It may not be rational, logical, or medically sound, but there is a reason for this calling and a purpose. And Lindsay has been connected to spirit babies for many years and has seen some miraculous happenings. She delves into some of these experiences in her second book, The Keys to Conception, Pregnancy Against All Odds, and it is at the heart of her third book, Waiting in the Wings. So, And you can find out more about Lindsay on hypnofertility.com. Go on her website there. She's also on Instagram on Lindsay Eastburn. She's also the co-founder of Hypno Denver. So, and so you can go on hypnodenver.com, check out all of these aspects. And Lindsay, I am so excited to have you here today. And there is so much I want to talk with you about. <laughs> My question for you is, how first, welcome to the show. And then how did you actually get into this specialty of hypnofertility? Hi, Angela. Thanks so much for having me here. Um, that is quite a question. Um, so many different things have brought me to this point. Um, and basically, I, I feel like spirit just kind of picked me up and dropped me in various places um, where I needed to be. So I have been connected to spirit babies uh, forever. And when I was a kid, I was always worried about that some women wouldn't be able to have babies that really, really wanted them for really no reason, or at least no so-called logical reason, but it was always a big concern of mine. And in 1978, when um, that first so-called test tube baby was born, I was just so happy and so relieved. And I remember I was sitting in the back of my parents' car when it came on the radio, and I was just like, oh, thank goodness. Now people who really want babies are going to be able to have them. It didn't quite work out that simply, um, but it was a great start back then. And I've just been in and around, you know, the healing arts, um, various modalities, techniques over all of the years. And, you know, I could go, like I say, in so many directions with this, but I ended up becoming a hypnotherapist in 1998. And the universe sort of just picked me up and put me in Colorado. I was in Chicago at the time. I went to a conference. I met my husband and he was in Colorado, and so uh, this is where I ended up. You know, we talked about, you know, where should we go, Chicago or Denver? And it was like Chicago had traffic and Denver had mountains, and so Denver won. <laughs> and so the great thing about being right there, I think, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was like not really any choice at all. Um, Denver's picking up in the traffic these days too, but this was over 20 years ago, and Chicago, oh, my goodness. But that's a whole other thing, right? <laughs> um, so as it turned out, uh, Denver is a hub for infertility treatment and it's got a couple of the top clinics in the world here. And um, they were quite leading edge even back in, you know, 99, 2000. And so when I got here, I guess the universe needed me to be here so that, that um, it's almost like it's a, it's a vortex of some sort that it draws people here 
to um, that need help in conceiving. And uh, so I was already a uh, hypnotherapist in practice in Chicago, teaching Reiki and and um, teaching some hypnosis as well. And then Drake and I got together, and so I came out here, joined his practice, and almost immediately people started coming in to see if by any chance hypnosis could help with fertility struggles. And one of the early one of the um, issues early on that someone came in for was a needle phobia. And hypnosis is really well known for helping to eliminate, you know, fears and phobias, such as a needle phobia. And if you are involved in IVF in any capacity, there's just no way you can do that with an issue with needles. You know, there's just so many injections and blood draws and so forth that have to happen. And in That's working with I would this, not look forward to. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, you would not. Oh, that what they go through. Oh my goodness. It is so great to have the hypnosis to be able to help because I mean women end up, you know, they've got they don't have any spots on their stomachs and their backs and their poor little butts where, you know, there is, hasn't been something, you know, poked into there. So it's, it's so much to go through. Um, so yeah, like I say, you just can't, you know, have an issue with needles in, in, in order to be able to, you know, go through that. So this lady that I was working with, she uh, found, you know, the needle phobia, we got rid of that and, but she found that she was feeling better and she'd been through already a round or two of IVF. And typically people don't go through just one. Ideally they do one and they get pregnant right away. More often than not, um, people have to do more cycles. And so she'd already been through a couple of cycles of IVF and she noticed a huge, what she called night and day difference where, you know, her anxiety levels, you know, were lowered. She was in much more in balance. Her hormone levels balanced out, so she wasn't, you know, having these really sharp um, shifts in her hormones. And so she was able to, she said, you know, even forget about it, which uh, when someone's going through something like this, it's just in their head every minute of every day. And she said, you know, I went through times where I, I just forgot. I was going through IVF and was kind of just getting my life back. And that's that's just so important is for people to have their lives back no matter what it is that they're, you know, struggling with. And so she did end up getting pregnant. She ended up with triplets. And uh, we worked uh, all the way through to the birthing. Uh, I do, did. Um, I was doing hypnobirthing at the time, so I still do that and work with women, you know, basically – as my husband put it, from conception to college <laughs> for these for these uh, for these babies. <laughs> I have some impressed with the fact that you actually started this even when, as a young child. You had this calling, and you were always worried about babies. and And we had talked a little bit where we delved into like the spirit aspect. Did you connect to? different babies at that time or was it simply just a longing or knowing there was babies there you know i i didn't necessarily like have spirit babies you know coming along and talking to me i did have a sense of them and um yeah just that that concern there and and i was just so aware of the intuitive or spiritual part of the world which was not 
or part of our world, you know, which was not um, something that I was raised with. But I was, you know, I was a little kid in the 70s, and I was watching, uh, you know, the talk shows of the time, Merv Griffin or Phil Donahue or whatever, with Yuri Geller on there and the spoon bending. And and I was watching about the Bermuda Triangle, and I was watching about, you know, all of these other things that were so fascinating to me. And, you know, when I was um, I was in the hospital, when I was 14, I had to have knee surgery and there I was with my numerology book and I was doing the charts of the nurses and they were sending, I was in Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto, so it's huge, and they were sending the other nurses from the other floors for me to do their charts. <laughs> it's, it's just always been some kind of connection, but part is just always been so close to my heart. I mean, it just it just matters to me so much that someone who wants a baby, you know, can have that baby, someone who's going to bring in a baby and that really wants the baby and really is going to love that baby and, and treat that baby um, well and help that baby be the person that they're coming in to be and follow their own path. You know, kids aren't possessions, right? They're, um, they have purposes and paths just like all the rest of us as they come in. Absolutely. And that's something I love the fact that you really honor the children themselves, the babies themselves, honoring them as their own being, their own person, and with their own gifts and abilities and their own path in this world. And I think that's something to be very cognizant of for all those that will have children and do have children. It's so key for that. And there's one thing you had brought up about working with how you just went to Colorado and somebody like you're almost right towards the beginning of your client was someone who came into you and that with fertility issues and you helping her through that it's funny how the universe brings people together when they need to did that one main that first one is that really what set you off into investigating the hypnofertility Truly, it was. And it was like, I got several people dropped in all at the same time. And, you know, her issue was with the um, needle phobia. And then others were with um, being told, for example, they had a 0% chance of ever having a baby or being told just go home and plan your child-free life or whatever that was going to be. And, and people somehow, something whispering to them, I wonder if hypnosis can help. And hypnosis is often considered sort of a last resort for people, which is a really awesome thing about it because, you know, people, you don't have to believe in it and you don't have to even feel like you have any hope and hypnosis brings that. It brings hope forth and it, and it, it works. It helps people. So yes, because that, that really, it was interesting to me because um, hypnosis is so well known for birth and I thought, well, wow, here's a few fertility clients and there must be some kind of specialty. So I started looking and there was nothing. There was nothing on the internet, nothing in books. No one was doing, there were no trainings, you know, um, no materials that I could get. So I ended up, I thought this has to happen. Like this needs to be, I know how effective hypnosis is. And I ended up, you know, just kind of rolling into it and utilizing the techniques that I had and that I used and that, that, you know, hypnotherapists, you know, they have 
various things that they use, and particularly ones that apply to anxiety and and stress and uh, you know mind body balance. They started with that, and the next thing I knew, I had a program. I had, you know, I just I just had something, and I started teaching this. People were asking me to teach it because again, there wasn't anything available. So in 2003, I started um, teaching the hypnofertility. And uh, by 2006, I guess it was, I think 2005, I started writing my first book about it. And I, I released that in 06. And I really wanted to get that out there. I wrote it so that people would know, because people didn't know that hypnosis was an option for fertility support. And I wanted to, you know, it's called, it's conceivable hypnosis for fertility. And it was really, um, I created it to let people know, here's an option for you. Hypnosis supports anything and everything else you're doing. And uh, it's like the missing link. It just, it's so helpful on so, so many levels. I think that's something that's so key is having another option for people. Because honestly, this was the first time I had heard of hypnofertility. And I'm like, wow, it would be so nice for more people to hear about it, for more people to understand it, to give them an option to try before they maybe do some of the other routes or along with the other routes, but to, to have an option out there and to really, one thing for me when I was reading through your bio and different things, how you talked about the mind, body, spirit, how it's all connected and it's not just the fertility issues a lot of times on so many levels. And I think that's something you really hit upon. I, my, my question is, when you started doing the fertility and then you started bringing in the mind, body, spirit, did you bring like doing the Reiki along with it, along with the hypnosis? And did you start incorporating everything at once or did you start more on the hypnosis level first? Um, okay, so I, I, well, Reiki is part of me. Like once we're trained in, in energy work, it's just, it's just part of us, right? I didn't do separate, you know, Reiki client practices. Um, I was, I was working as a, you know, hypnotherapist. So definitely, um, but I'm also an intuitive and that just came into it. And then, you know, women would say when they came in, I know there's a baby there. They said, I'm never going to be able to have a baby, but I just know there's a baby there. And I always said, yeah. No, I totally believe you. Um, I just know it's true. If there's a calling, if there's a calling, there's a reason for it. You know, there's lots of women in the world that just don't want to have a baby right now. Maybe they already had children. Maybe they don't want any. Maybe, you know, they haven't gotten to that part yet. But they're not, they're, they're just not being called. But then there's women who are just like, I know there's a baby there. In fact, my own son, my second uh, child, did that to me because I wasn't even supposed to have a second child. And all of a sudden, he showed up and was like, I'm coming through. And I'm like, no, you're not. And he's like, yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> so he came through as, as a spirit baby part. So it, and it's interesting how it all kind of loops together. Um, and you made me think of, of something where a woman came in to see me and she had a fear of flying and she had to go on like an overseas trip. And she said, well, I need help getting pregnant, but first I need to, to deal with this fear of flying. And so I did a session with her, and she was able to do her, you know, to go do her trip, and she got pregnant, like, right at that time. We didn't even have to do anything separate for that. Um, it's amazing how hypnosis works at that level, and the subconscious mind knows things that need to happen, and 
you know, it's amazing how there can be a domino effect and things can clear even without directly um, addressing it, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. And it's, it's fun. I love the fact that you and your son were kind of going back and forth. You're almost having a little uh, mother-son communication, a little, little back and forth before he was even here. Yeah, I tell you, I'm like, no, 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 I'm not having another child. And by the way, why is there, who's talking to me, you know? And, uh, and then I said, and we were living, I'm from Canada. We were living uh, in Canada at the time. And I said to um, their dad, who's my first husband, but I said to to their dad, um, I think there's supposed to be another baby. Um, and he's like, okay. And, and he'd had a vasectomy, so we had to have it reversed and all these things because of this spare baby <laughs> who's chewing on my ear. And he's, I'm coming through and he gave me his name and, you know, I'm a boy, I'm coming through. We get, ended up getting uh, sort of, again, spirit just picked me up, right? I get transferred in a heartbeat from the Toronto area in Canada to um, Georgia, just outside of Atlanta, uh, wow. which is a really big difference. I'm telling you, it's a really, really, you know, culture shock or, or whatever and weather shock and everything shock. And, uh, and so I end up there, which I guess is where um, Dylan is supposed to come in. And I end up in a, a training there because I'm looking, I was in a spiritual group, um, you know, back home before we left, and I wanted to find something like that. And that was not something that was easily um, or readily available in Georgia in 1993. And I so that. I did, <laughs> yeah, so I did find this woman, and it was, you know, all synchronicities that led me to her and started working with her. And I ended up, we did a session um, where we connected with spirit guides, and I met this one particular guide that has been with me ever since. Um, and uh, this guide is actually an infinity symbol. Um, that, that's how I call him a heat, but that's how he presents to me. And uh, so there's like two, two things that are really significant about this. And one is the guide. So I'll go back to that. And the second is I was needing, needing to learn Reiki and the babies love Reiki. Never had heard of it. The woman that I'm working with um, doing this other class gets trained in Reiki and says to me, hey, I found this, you know, thing called Reiki, and then I end up do, doing Reiki training. And that's part of something that the babies really, really seemed to like. And I was, I ended up pregnant with Dylan, and I did my Reiki master teacher attunement when I was pregnant with him. And so he came through as a Reiki master teacher uh, level energy. And he's wow. super intuitive. And so I guess he had that planned, and apparently I needed to get that in Georgia. And so then my my um, my guide, in the meantime, we're, it was an automatic writing thing. And so you know we're doing we're doing this class, we're doing meditations at home, and and then we're supposed to be doing this like meditation automatic writing. And everyone in the class is, you know, getting all of this wisdom, you know, from their guides. And they're getting, you know, pages and pages. And my guide gives me one word. One word. And uh, that word was meditate. And so for, for, weeks, for weeks, I'm like, well, I am meditating. I mean, yeah, give me something else. And meditate, meditate, meditate. And then after a few weeks, I did get a second word. And that was listen. 
I'm like, okay, but can I have some more information? Like, you know, everybody else is getting, you know, this stuff and, you know, the, the books on channeling, you know, staff and opening channel, all that stuff of that time. And um, got my two words and so I'm still meditating. And I'm listening to see if maybe I'll get something else. And I get a third word, which is trust. Meditate, listen, trust. And it's actually well, quite profound. That's, that's a very time. Yeah, I was almost insulted at the time because my guy thought I could only handle three words, right? (laughs) But actually, so such wisdom, so profound. And actually, I used basically that to bring Dylan through, Um, you know, the spirit baby that decided. And, you know, he was supposed to be a girl. Everyone said he was a girl. And he didn't have all the stuff that you have nowadays um, that they did in ultrasound and the doctor's like, well, I'm not 100% sure, but it looks like a girl. I'm like, nope, it's a boy, and his name is Dylan. And uh, But okay, you know, whatever you say. And sure enough, when he was born, he was he was a him. He was Dylan, as he said. <laughs> and he was going to be, despite what, you know, anyone else tried to say, right? Um, so all of that just, just kind of came together through the meditate, listen, trust, or Dylan coming through as a spirit baby through me getting transferred, like picked up and dropped in another part of the world and then learning Reiki. And then down the line, as I started developing hypnofertility, I realized that meditate, listen, trust, those are the three keys to conception. Mm, that is meditate, so listen, true. Trust. That is so true because, you know, you hear all the stories about when when women, they try and try and try to get pregnant and then they just, like, just give up and just kind of let go and not focus on it anymore and then they get pregnant. And it's, I think that what you had said, the meditate, listen, and trust is really getting into themselves to get them to that state ahead of time. Well, exactly. And, you know, and women that are trying to conceive, they absolutely, like, hate to hear stories like that. Oh, my friend just relaxed and got pregnant. My friend had a glass of wine and got pregnant. My friend, whatever the case is, it's not that easy to just, um, it, it's like telling an insomniac, well, just go to sleep, right? It's not that easy to just relax and let it happen. Um, and the interesting thing, right? And so, and that's what I ended up calling my, my second book, The Three Keys to Conception, pregnancy against all odds, but is so much broader than, like meditate, for example, doesn't necessarily mean seated meditation, um, you know, or some type of mantra. It can be anything that is basically mindfulness or going within. So soaking in a bubble bath, taking a walk. It can be in nature, but it can be walking down the city street, you know, in a busy city. Um, you know, uh, any kind of mindfulness, uh, sitting and having a cup of tea, turning down the noise, shutting off the screens, right? Um, that is worth its weight in gold. Yoga, you know, all sorts of things like that would, would fit that meditate key. I, I love how you brought that up, how meditation can be as simple as walking down the street or taking a bubble bath, something simple, because a lot of people think you have to sit in meditation for like you know, a half hour, hour, two hours in meditation for it to do any good. And I love, love, love the fact that you're like, just do the things you enjoy and, and really fully enjoy them. That's meditation. I love that. So many people right. get well, stuck because, on that. 
Yeah, people try so hard, and that was one of the issues um, with people that I would meet, people that I was working with, was people would say, well, you need to relax, so just meditate. Well, most of my clients are type A personalities, and um, and that's not a bad thing, but that is a fast-working mind that is an achiever, that is, you know, somebody who gets things done and somebody who's used to getting what she puts her mind to. And you can't do a baby. You know, you can't force that. And it's hard for them to meditate because if you're sitting there and you're trying to clear all your thoughts, which your mind is going a million miles a minute, people get really frustrated with that. And so hypnosis, on the other hand, which is what I really like about hypnosis, is it doesn't matter. You don't have to quiet your mind at all. You know, you can, you can listen, you can drift off, you can, you know, daydream, you can plan, you know, the next six years of your life. You can go to sleep and it doesn't matter. Um, you don't have to do anything, which is so fabulous. Um, but with like some type of, you know, technical meditation, like you say, seated meditation or something like that is very frustrating um, for people. And then that just compounds, right? The frustration um, just creates more frustration. And then women turn against themselves. We're really good at berating ourselves and blaming ourselves and taking responsibility for everything that is not within our control. And um, so that was, that was the important thing about that meditate key. And I think, too, a lot of people, you start comparing yourself to others and going, oh, they can meditate, why can't I? So, and, and then that person is just going, like you said, that type A personality, going around like crazy and to take that amount of time that is usually somewhat required per se by others is like it doesn't work (laughs) it doesn't work at all and I just want to remind people if they're listening also if you have questions for Lindsay it is you can call in at 714-364-4750 and that number again is 714-364-4750 and you can call in and ask questions and you know that's one thing when you talk about hypnotherapy, now there's people on here that don't necessarily know what hypnosis is. Like, what do you do with hypnosis? Are are you when you when someone's coming into your office and doing a hypnosis session with you, what are you doing? Are are you talking them through it? And some are. They're, so I have a, my team is showing me. Are you like, you know, spinning spinning a, a, a like a pendulum in front of them? <laughs> They want you to, like, explain to people what you're doing out of hypnosis. <laughs> Truly, I could I could swing a pendulum or a watch if, if they wanted. Um, actually, what that's about is that's just really about um, tiring out the optical nerve, um, you know, and getting the eyes to close. It's really, it's not as um, exciting as it sounds, right? Um, you know, the way they make us look on TV, we have all these powers. Let me tell you, if I had all of these powers, you know, there's so many fun things that I'd be doing. And, you know, people say, well, you know, what if someone does hypnosis and takes over the world? And it's like, well, they would if they could. Somebody would have done it by now, right? So um, some of the things that are, yeah, it's not as exciting as, as it is on, on TV and in, in movies and, and whatnot. And we can't make people do anything they don't want to do. Um, you know, can't make somebody go rob a bank or any of that stuff unless they want to. Right. They're a bank robber and they're oh like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. But, um, 
Yeah, so basically what I'm doing with them is it is a way of talking to them, but it's not uh, like we're talking consciously right now. We're communicating with each other with words and questions and answers and so forth. But with the subconscious mind, there's a way to impact the subconscious. We basically use words to create a conversation for the subconscious mind. And the the, um, language of the subconscious mind is um, imagination, it is emotion, it is metaphor, uh, it is imagery. And so, you know, everyone can be hypnotized if they want to. And, uh, you know, it's simple, but it's so very powerful. And so basically what I, you know, I talk with them, find out what's going on, uh, then when it's time for the hypnosis, you know, they, they get comfortable, close their eyes. And, you know, I work with what they call hypnosis inductions, right, to help them to access the hypnotic state. And, and basically what that means is rather than being just relaxed to help establish um, selective thinking is what we call it. So kind of set aside the critical part of the mind. And... Um, and it's not to say the critical part of the mind can't be there, because it certainly can, and it, does, and it is, and it hears. Um, but at the same time, there's more of a receptivity. Hypnosis actually does create a, a physiological change in the brain, and it helps balance the hemispheres. And, you know, the brain does, it's designed, you know, uh, has the corpus callosum um, to, to communicate the hemispheres back and forth, but hypnosis actually um, sets up a really um, recept, how can I say, receptivity. You know, there's a balance in the brain to help it receive better, if that makes any sense. And you know, hypnosis helps with neural pathways. When we have when we have um, negative neural pathways. So if we're a smoker, we have a neural pathway to smoke. We don't have to think about it. We light up a cigarette. Um, I used to smoke many, many, many years ago, and Sometimes I'd find I lit a cigarette. I remember doing it. Well, my subconscious mind did. And, you know, at the same time, there's neural pathways in the brain that light cigarettes for you, you know, that that eat chocolate cake for you, that do things that you're not necessarily thinking about consciously. So part of that is, you know, part of the hypnosis is helping to rewire these um, neural pathways that are detrimental and to help set new ones. All of this is basically done by talking and communicating with the subconscious mind. And um, like I say, the things that I say to you, rather than speaking to the conscious mind, are going to be for the subconscious. It enjoys um, emotions. So, for example, it enjoys, well, you know how when we, we get traumatized by something that's really scary or that, you know, whether it happened on TV or however it happened, um, but we remember it. It sticks with us. That's because it impacted us subconsciously really strongly. And so, you know, but the subconscious likes humor and it likes um, it, it likes emotion. And so tuning yeah. in and imagery, so tuning into what you want to create and giving it some emotion. And, or for example, I talk about uh, with the... Um, with the uterus, when I'm, when I'm helping someone, you know, working with getting pregnant and they want to have an embryo implanted into the uterus, I could go through that in medical jargon, but then I'm just talking to the conscious mind, which unless you're a doctor probably doesn't understand most of it anyway. And the subconscious is just like, 
it doesn't mean anything. But if I talk about this wonderful, cozy space that is, you know, it could look like a cloud, it could look like a little room, um, you can paint it any color you like, it looks beautiful, it's healthy and snuggly, then the subconscious mind is like, oh, that's what you want? Okay, sure, we can implant an embryo in here, we'll make it nice and cozy, you know, um, all of that kind of thing. So if, if that makes sense, that's how we're impacting the subconscious mind. That's a really great example. I love how you talk people through that <clears throat> so they can understand more of what you're doing because a lot of times there's connotations out there with hypnotists and hypnotherapy that is not the best connotations. And for you to explain it in a different way, I think helps so many people just to understand where you're coming from and what you're working with. And I got the other question for people, because you're in Denver, Colorado, and you said there's a big fertility area down there, which I did not realize, so that's very interesting. But if they're not from the area, can they still work with you remotely, or do they need to come and see you directly? No, I only do remotely these days. I was about 50%, um, you know, online before COVID hit. And at that point, it was like, you know what, I'm just going to stick with online because even at that time, people in Denver were like, well, can we just do remote? And doing, you know, Zoom or phone, it saves time. And, uh, you know, infertility is like a full-time job. People are having to go to different appointments and, you know, they're getting blood work or they're, you know, they're having to go pick up medication. They're having to meet with a doctor. They're doing acupuncture. They're, they're doing whatever else they're doing. And it takes a lot a lot of time. And so it does help that we can do this remotely because some things, you know, you can't get your blood drawn remotely. You can't have an acupuncture session remotely. So that worked out really well. And I really like doing it this way. I've had a global clientele for, you know, since, well, I've been on, I've been doing online since about 2007. Um, nice. When people weren't doing it, it wasn't a thing, but, but people, it was becoming a thing a little bit, but people were begging me to do it um, because, you know, there wasn't anyone near them. Because the world is a really big place. So even when I train people, they're still not necessarily going to be close in proximity for people. So, yeah, my practice is 100% online now, whether um, people are here in Denver or wherever you want to be, wherever you are, Australia, New Zealand, uh, you know, I work with people in Japan and, um, you know, Germany, I'm everywhere, everywhere. I love that. I love that. You know, a lot of people say, you know, the world is changing, but there's so many good changes coming in this world. And I think and this, being able to connect with people all over the world, doing it online is such a big, huge plus for everything. And, I love the fact that you're, you've been doing that so much earlier than most people. Of course, you've been ahead of the curve on a lot of things, it sounds like. <laughs> and I love the fact that you've been incorporating that in ever since then and, and bringing in those conceptions. And I, I also do Reiki, and, and I bring that all into everything, too. And I think for people to understand, once you have these different skills and these connections and your intuitiveness, definitely I'm sure helps you so much in helping you to know where to focus on is to bring all of that together is something so key and I, I love when you had talked about bringing the mind body and spirit together and 
because a lot of times there can, you had talked about with trauma, people can have past traumas and working through that first before you even start on the fertility, I think is so key for people to realize there's so much more to it. Is that something when you started, because you've been ahead of the curve for many years, <laughs> when when you first started doing it online, were were people a little hesitant at first and then realizing how actually it is really the same intuitively and the connection is the same? Is that something you found with so many people seeing how much the connection is and can be online versus in person? <laughs> You know, it's funny. I was the hesitant one. Because <laughs> like, they teach you, oh, you need to be with the client. You need to be able to see them. You need to be able to, you know, all of these other things we need to do. And I'm like, well, one of the things at that time, now I can certainly do hypnosis. You know, I could do hypnosis right now for you um, or on Zoom. But at that time, you know, we had Skype. It's basically what we had. And it wasn't great. And um, it would cut out or phones would cut out. And one of the things, it is so very energetic as well. And so when things get higher, you know, vibrationally, um, it'll often interfere with electronics, right? So um, so at that time, I'm like, okay, well, all right, I'll, I'll give it a shot because people wanted me to do it. And, uh, you know, I remember one lady, she called in and I said, no, I just don't do it. And she said, oh, please, please. And I said, I don't have time for the, the learning curve for Skype, and she's like, that's okay, I'll teach you. I'm like, okay, all right, we'll give it a shot. And um, and it was so funny how, how it was back at that time. And so Skype was constantly cutting out on the sessions, and then, you know, the person's like, just a minute, let me get back online. And it's not like you can't be in hypnosis that way, but it isn't, you know, it's not as pleasant as just being able to sit still and not be interrupted by things. And so I started doing recordings for them. And I thought, I don't know how this will will work. I, we'll have to see. And people were like, yes, please, let's see, let's see. And that worked beautifully. And I talked to them like I'm talking to you right now. And then I would hang up and make a recording for them. But I use hypnosis in the recording. So it's not, you can listen to some kind of guided uh, imagery, meditation, something along the lines of that, it's not hypnosis. It's a piece of hypnosis, but it's not hypnosis. And there's ways to cue the subconscious mind that we use when I talk about hypnosis inductions. And, and there's ways to cue the subconscious mind and to bypass that critical faculty in a way that you can impact the subconscious. So it was kind of an experiment. And started doing it and babies were showing up all over the place and and it wasn't any different than the folks I was working with in person. And it was so funny how complicated it was. I, I would have to, I had an iPod and oh. you had to have a, a separate microphone to put in there. And then I would, oh, and this was funny because another client who desperately wanted me to do this to make recordings, her husband was a tech guy and he, he got me all figured out with this. And then I had to, I'd make the recording, I'd have to plug it into the computer, into iTunes, download it to iTunes, um, upload it to a share site, and then send it to the client who would then have to download it from the share site. Now you, t you, you know, use your phone and shoot it over or use Zoom and it's right there. Um, it was really funny how complicated it was. And, and uh, so, yeah, it works beautifully. And, and clients like to... Um, 
I record it what, however I do it. If I do it in person, like these days, I mean, why not? Remember, remember we had cassettes and then CDs were horrible for that. <laughs> but, yeah, so if I'm in person with somebody, if I'm working with them online, or if they're in a place where they maybe can't be comfortable because they're at the office or maybe they're short on time or they're in their car, then I'll do the intake, like part of the session, um, talking with them, and then I'll record it for them and send it over. And it doesn't make any difference. And and it really is so energetic. And there is just such a connection that we have. People working in the healing arts and people seeking, you know, um, treatment or um, education or whatever that is. Like there's, we're having more and more awareness of how we do communicate and shift things energetically. And that's the biggest thing is the energetic shift and that connection with everyone. You know, just talking, you feel people when you talk to them. And this is the same. And for you to be, to have been doing this for a while that way and people asking you to do it, even though you didn't want to. <laughs> I love yeah, that fact. Right? <laughs> I think it's, it's really all about the energy and, and a lot more people are understanding energy knows no time or place. So, and then also by you having the recordings, it makes it easier for people to do on their time frame because usually you are very busy. Most people are very busy nowadays. So I think that's so awesome to do. There was one thing I wanted to touch on and that was you had talked about bringing a baby into being by, by tapping into these babies, feeling these babies. But then you also talk about pink starlights. Can you explain what a pink starlight is? Absolutely. Um, so early on, I was aware of babies and, you know, spirit babies and that energy. And my work kind of evolved over all that time. So it was more hypnosis-focused. Um, and then it just became more and more bringing in divine feminine, you know, more and more of that um, mind, body, spirit, uh, the spiritual aspect of that, you know, and um, about 2016, so when I wrote my second book, The Three Keys to Conception, that really um, went more to the spiritual direction, and um, so it's kind of like the, I like to focus on the art and science of hypnosis, but then it's that blend of science and spirit that I also call it. So the first book was really more about um, hypnosis, hypnotherapy, and, you know, as a as a science um so then the second one was more spiritual and bringing in the goddess bringing in um divine feminine balancing uh divine feminine sacred masculine which is something that gets ignored and people's spiritual the people were being in, were in crisis um feeling god hated them or universe hates them or they did something wrong or karma or whatever all of that was so about 2016, I become aware that um, I'm working with a different energy, um, and these babies call themselves the pink starlights, and they just come through to me. I just have this thing where babies come through to me and boss me around like my son did. Um, <laughs> I swear they're bossy. And, uh, oh, my gosh. So they, they, so I realized that this is a whole, a different energy and they've got a different purpose. So, you know, we, we were familiar with the indigo children and the, the, you know, um, you hear about star seeds, you hear about, uh, crystals and so forth. And these babies came through and 
they let me know they were different energy and they had a different purpose. I didn't know what they were called at the time, but then they did give me their name, which was Pink Starlight. And it was pink in terms of unconditional love and really deep and really, really um, vast love. And then Starlight, which is brilliance, right? And, you know, so much light, high vibrational light, light of God, light of, you know, universal intelligence, whatever you want to call that, and that we need that so much right now to help heal the planet. Um, we need that on, on, very large, on a very large scale. And so I was, the Pink Starlights had me write a book for them, which is why it's called Waiting in the Wings, Introducing the Pink Starlights. And, um, and then they had me, I tell you, really, when I say they have me, they, they decide. And if you don't think they're the ones guiding this conversation, let me tell you, they decide. I go, what do you want me to talk about? Uh, I'm laughing you know, with you because I have a team I work with on the other side, and they're the same way. They, they are definitely giving information and guiding. Right? And, and it's a matter of we can pay attention and we can say yes. Um, that's kind of how I'm ahead of the curve, as you say it. I, I just say, okay, whereas a lot of times we fight, we fight it, and then it ends up happening anyway. But as I brought out this book, um, so one of the things that the Pink Starlights talk about is what they call an initiation. And I work with clients who have really, really struggled. Um, sometimes my clients um, haven't been trying too long or even come to me before they've even had an issue. But for the most part, they've been through, you know, 10 years of fertility struggles, uh, multiple miscarriages. Um, they've lost a child. Um, you know, they, it's just all sorts of things. Um, you know, nine rounds of IVF. Uh, they, you know, four different clinics. They've gone to five different countries. They've tried everything. Um, and it's just, it's just so brutal for them. And so the Pink Starlights um, basically communicated to me that they, they consider it like an initiation. And most of my clients are in their 40s. Like my, the average client I work with is about 45. And in, in the medical world, you know, people are concerned getting towards age 38 and, you know, they have all sorts of statistics and there's all sorts of a, of a hypnosis that was, in a sense, out there that people have beliefs about age. And I don't, I don't consider age. I mean, I'll ask somebody how old they are just because I just want to know what they're being subjected to out there. Right. But other than right. that, you know, yeah, it doesn't matter to me age-wise. But the pink starlights, um, they need parents who are going to be really, really open-minded. And even people who are spiritual, um, that may start struggling with infertility. There was nothing, I tell you what, nothing um, more motivating to look into spirituality or healing arts than struggling to have a baby. And when you know that that baby's there and there's, there's a biological um, feeling and there's, there's the heart feeling and the soul calling. And, um, and so people may not have looked in to things like, you know, like hypnosis or like meditation or like, you know, just realizing that they should, you know, turn their screen off for half an hour a day, you know, whatever that might be, or, or yoga, um, or maybe they're, you know, they're exercising really, really, really hard, you know, um, and they haven't considered doing something maybe a little bit softer, whatever that might be. 
and then the, the the trauma that they go through and the time and the disappointment and having to pick themselves back up that's an initiation and initiations are not fun but part of this is it's it's guiding them to learn and to grow and these babies when they come through they don't have time to be parenting their parents and they're very very intelligent and very spiritual and very high high uh when i say high energy i mean like vibratory frequency not not necessarily that they're like running all over the place 24 7 um (laughs) you know what i mean but they and, and they know things, and so they don't have time to, I, I call it the five o'clock world, they don't have time to navigate that through their, their parents. Uh, if they want to investigate, uh, check into yoga, then mom and dad have to say, okay. Like, they have to be able to say, okay, whatever it, whatever it might be, rather than yoga, are you kidding me? Well, you're only three, you can't do yoga, or whatever, whatever it's, it's going to be, Right. And, uh, I, I love that fact just because I've had so many people coming up to me with children and and they're and they they're telling me I'm learning so much from my children because they're teaching me about crystals and and connection and nature and meditation and and they're like I never knew about that until they're teaching me and it's like that is so interesting when you brought that up. <laughs> exactly. And and it's um yeah, it's amazing. And so this, this healing that occurs, then it enables them to align. Basically, they're aligning with their babies, and, and then there's an energetic connection. It's there, but there'll be something maybe that's interfering with it. And it, it's really funny because lately there's so many more of them coming through, and now they're telling me it, the energy's bottlenecking, which oh. just reminds me of that Chicago traffic. Um, it's bottlenecking. <laughs> And uh, I agree with oh the my Chicago gosh, we were traffic. driven in Chicago, and didn't have the toll lanes, and oh my goodness. Um, that, oh. But yes, so the energy's bottlenecking, and so um, they've had me. They like Reiki, so I've I've referred people to get Reiki, um, either a session or at least a level one attunement helps so much. The babies like Reiki, and it seems like it just really helps with that alignment. Um, and they've had me create which is something sort of similar to Reiki, but it's not Reiki, but it's a, it's a, it's an attunement process where they actually do um, kind of like the Reiki masters work on, you know, clients. And it's like the pink starlights uh, work on them to help with that uh, vibrational frequency enhancement on a, on a large scale. So they're having me create this as fast as I can um, on a bigger scale. So, they have me setting up to start teaching Reiki again, which I haven't done um, because I've been so much into the into the hypnofertility or hypnosis piece of it. But they're they're wanting me to do um, some very interesting things, you know, like this pink starlight uh, sort of attunement process. I don't even know what to call it, and then the Reiki as well as the hypnosis. So it's, it's really. It's funny because each time I, I talk to somebody um, like this, it's like there's more things happening. And, and um, I guess the part of me that's ahead of the curve, um, I haven't always caught up to that yet. <laughs> so it sounds like they're, they're working to catch you up to them right now. <laughs> they get you on the cutting edge once again. I can't wait to see yeah. what they come out with because it is 
it's always so interesting to see what they come out with to help bring it to fruition to then show and be there for other people. So it's going to be, I can't wait to see what, what both of you, you and them come up with to bring out people as a whole. It's, and I'll definitely have to have you out of here when, we, when you break that barrier. <laughs> yes, I imagine that will be quickly because, you know, when they get they get an idea, um, and, you know, there's no time in spirit, but it's right. like, you know, they don't have any problem, you know, when spirit comes through, they want us to do something. They're like, well, so what if you have minutes and hours and days and weeks and all that? You know, get it done now. <laughs> or it's two in the morning. Who cares? <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't matter. You can work more than that. Come on, you know. Um, yeah, it is. It's really funny and keeping keeping in balance because that's part of what we all need to be doing. But what is so important? We see the patriarchy. Oh my goodness, um, so much volatility right now, and it, it's trying to crash and it's trying to hold on. And and so this is why there's so much more of that um, that level of energy that's needing to come through that light and that brightness and on a larger scale. Because you can imagine it's coming through as fast as it can because the whole, no, really all over the planet, it's not like just the U.S., which people tend to focus on, but there's so much going on on the whole planet. And so this light is, is coming. They're like, you know, when the fire department comes to a burning house, right, they're coming and then they're bottlenecking because there's not enough of us to hold that light yet. So, so anyone who's doing Reiki and teaching energy work and and meditation and all of that, we just gonna have to do more and um, and create more of us I, to be able to do it. I love that because I I know it's a lot of people focus like we're in the U.S. but there's other people listening around the world. This is worldwide. This isn't just here, and it's so important. And there's so many of us here and in the spirit world that are working to bring this light in and it's coming. There's no stopping it. And that's the awesome part of it. And I can't, I'm so excited. You're part of all of this too and helping so many others see that light and see how much of a difference all of us are making. I think it's amazing. And I know we're running really short on time. I just want to do a little quick thing to let people know you have fertility workshops. You have uh, three keys to hypnofertility online self-paced workshops, um, three keys to conceptions, the pink starlight attunement, essential balance of feminine, of divine feminine and sacred masculine. And you also have starting your birth journey with three keys hypnobirth. And you also certify people to become the three keys to hypnofertilitis, fertilitis, fertilitis, <laughs> and become certified to be the three keys hypnobirth. I'll get it. My my tongues are tied. <laughs> but that's, you that's a word, hypnofertilitis. I don't I don't know. They came up with that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but I love how you're you involved in so much in bringing this both worlds together, the scientific world and the spiritual world, that divine world, bringing both of those together and combining them to really help so many people going forward. Um, is there? And I want to just remind people to check out your website at hypnofertility.com and also check out on Lindsay Eastburn and Instagram. Is there anything you'd like to say before we wrap up as we've got just a few seconds to go? Yeah, no, I thank you so much for having me here. And if, if anyone's interested in the Three Keys to Conception book, uh, you can get a free copy. You can download it from um, the front page of the website. 
awesome. And thank you so much for being here. Everybody check out her information. Go to her website. Her other books are, on, I believe, on Amazon. And make sure to tune in for upcoming episodes of Edge Talk Radio. And I, I am so happy and so excited for everyone to be here listening to this. I feel it's amazing, great conversation about fertility, hypnotherapy, hypnofertility, hypnobirth. There's so much to go into. Thank you so much for being here. And make sure to watch the upcoming episode on Edge Talk Radio on the first and third Tuesdays of the month at 7 p.m. Central. Thanks so much, Angela, for having me here. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It was I, a great conversation. I had an amazing time. And I, I'm really curious how those pink starlights are going to be working with you in the future here. <laughs> well, happy to keep you informed. I mean, they're, they're going to make me keep everyone informed. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They won't let you off the hook. <laughs> no, they won't. And then they recruit people. They, they recruit people. That's where you got to watch out because they'll recruit you. <laughs> Absolutely. They'll, they'll make sure that the information gets out through synchronicity. <laughs> oh, you know, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. It's just, it's fun though. It's, it's just, it's just awesome. What a, what a way to, you know, what a way to exist or live or be, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And uh, this should be up uh, probably tomorrow or the next day. That or It's already up live, but the recordings on all of the other aspects should be out there in the next couple of days. Oh, that's exciting. That's great. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you so much, Lindsay. I appreciate everything you're doing, and I can't wait to see where it goes from here. Oh, thanks. And I appreciate you because this, you know, this radio uh, show that you're doing and these kinds of, I mean, so important, so important to what's going on right now. Oh, absolutely. The world, the world is going to a different place and needing people to create that calm and information to help people going forward is so key. Right. No, exactly. Exactly. So, so you're, thank you so much for what you're doing. It's, it's just, so helpful, probably oh. beyond. I'm, I'm sure you can can conceive of it, but probably beyond what we can even imagine. How much you are really helping others. Oh well, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, I am. I am. I feel so honored to be here and honored to work with all those on the other side and all the people here and bringing both worlds together and and getting more information out and making this normal. That is just yeah. the biggest thing for. Yep. Are you still there? Boring. Yep. Oh, oh they yeah, might making come. it normal. I love that. Making it normal. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great tagline. Awesome. Making it normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, that's really what it's all. That's been a passion of mine. Like you've had the babies. I've had the passion of this is to be normal. This is our normal. And I can't wait to bring more and more of it out to the world and reach more and more people with it. Exactly. And see, you're in harmony with the pink starlights because they're like, that's what we need to do. <laughs> awesome. That's good. <laughs> I don't want them angry at me. <laughs> 
Oh my god! Goodness, it's just so funny. It's just they got a hold of a friend of mine, and and she does. She's an herbalist, and and they made her make them a an essential oil fragrance that they wanted and a tea. <laughs> oh, nice! It was so hilarious because she's like, they gave they gave me all this stuff, and I don't even know if it's poison or what. And then she researched it all. Nope, it's perfectly fine. These particular ingredients, and yeah, it was hilarious. They just like. Said, okay, we're recruiting you. Do this for us. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> they always know what they're doing, and it's that listening Absolutely. and trusting. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and just, that, you know, oh, I was just going to say what a long, strange trip it's been. Uh, that's actually the final chapter of Waiting in the Wings. I just, I couldn't, I had to name it that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And it's so, it's so key because, you know, a lot of people like for me, I I connect, I do the mediumship and connect with a lot of people that are past and I connect with a lot of different babies that have been here and done some of the short term, you know, being the miscarriages or ones that died shortly after birth. And, Mm -hmm. and I love the fact that with you, you've been connecting with them before they even get here too. I think it's so cool. So cool how it all works together. Yeah, truly, truly it is. It, that's And that's so valuable that you do that. Oh, my gosh. Because that's such a hard thing for, you know, parents to ex- experience that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. It's it's definitely hard. I think it's, it's so helpful to hear from, from them, to hear, you know, different things that they talk about and experiences they had with their, with their you know, a lot of times I have mothers. I have fathers, too, sometimes, but a lot mm-hmm. of times it's mothers to hear and and the, the very specific information that they give about things that happen maybe during their birth right after their birth or right around their miscarriage and different things that happened I think it's it's so cool that they give that validation so they know they're that they've been there with them and they've touched them on that heart level and they know what happened before or after or during and to give that validation, I think is, you know, they oh, all yeah. they're all here for a reason. Yeah, no, there's it's it, yeah, it just shows us there's so much more, and that this isn't you know we think this little solid little life that we think we have is it, but it it just isn't. No, well, it's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> Absolutely. To find out who we really are on that soul level, and and the more and like you are, they're teaching you those those pink starlights are teaching you about their world, and and just like they teach me about their world, and and together we, you know, with all of us connecting into different aspects because we're all so unique. How it brings all of this world together, and and really builds a bigger story about what our world and their world is like, and how we can communicate and bridge that gap. I think is is so cool. I I it gets me excited every time. <laughs> oh, it does, isn't it? It's just yes. It's I I can't believe I get up in the morning, and this is like this is my life. This is what I do. Oh my goodness. I can't even call it work. I mean, I, I can call it getting bossed around, but I wouldn't call it work. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. You do get bossed around, but it's it's a fun boss. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. You know, there be there's 
you know, so many other things. There's a, you know, people are kind of grinding through um, day to day and like, it's just never dull and it's inspiring and it's fun. And, and yeah, sometimes you just want to hide from the bossy pink starlights. <laughs> but they're right there when you're done hiding. <laughs> but you can't hide because they know where you are. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's always fun. I love that they have a lot of humor on on their side, so I love listening. <laughs> yeah. the, the humor and the synchronicities they help create is just amazing for me to see and, and experience. And I know for you, all your synchronicities that have happened, I think, are, it, it's so amazing to see how, how everything came together. And you're like, that was so random. How did that ever happen? But... It definitely had a hand from the others. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I mean, it is. Yeah. Sometimes I just sit in awe looking back and just, wow, how did that? That was so random. Yeah. How did that happen? Why would that happen? But it did. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <sighs> it's a crazy. I can't wait to see what they do next and how things come together next because I know it's going to be fun and exciting and and sometimes I'm going, how did you manage to do that? <laughs> I, I, I hope they don't make me write another book. Um, I shouldn't say that because then they'll be like, oh, yes, that's on the next. Here you go. Um, I want to get there. I want to get their attunement. Um, I've started doing it one person at a time. But I want to see if there's going to be a way that I can either train people to give. The, well, I don't do the attunement. I set it up and they do it. Um, oh. so I'm trying to figure out if there's a way I can help train other people to help with that or if there's a way I can do group. Um, you're trained in Reiki. Are you trained in Holy Fire? I um, I haven't done Holy Fire. I've done, and honestly, there's a lot of stuff they've been working with me. <laughs> I don't even uh, know what gotcha. it is anymore. It's just a combination of everything at this point. And so I'm, I'll be doing something and somebody's like, oh, that's that. And I'm like, oh, it is? Really? I didn't know that. That's just what they've been telling me to do. <laughs> Oh, gotcha. Well, I only ask just because it's kind of a reference point for me, but basically since the Reiki master teacher used to do the attunements and put the put the symbols into the person's aura, and now um, now there's a, a, I guess it's it's advanced to a level of the guides work directly with the person, and they sit in meditation basically and do that, and that's how the pink starlights are working with this. I don't do it. They come through and work with the person and I I did it for someone um in fact let me know if you want me to do it for you because um I'm I'm wanting to do it for some people that are like in this world or really in this world and um so if you feel like getting it tuned uh, I did it for a color therapy lady yesterday and oh my goodness all that she got from it, it was insane it was so amazing so oh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to get that out there on a, on a you know I can only see so many people right <laughs> It's so I don't know if you've thought about doing this, but they're just telling me is to let go of the preconceived notion of how it was always done before and being able to do it in a group because energy is energy and they will do it specific to everyone that's in the group at the same time. They don't you don't have to worry about doing one person at a time. It is easily transferable to the group because they're just saying there is a group of them. And they will work uh, with the group that you work with. 
So don't worry about that. And they're saying, get rid of the preconceived notion. There's a group of us. We can work with them all at one time. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. See, they, they've already hijacked you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but that it's okay. I like it. <laughs> well, thank you. Yes. See, they're like, I've got to get a message to you. I'm putting you on this radio show. And this is where this is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I'm always game for – I. I'm like, yeah, heck, I'll try something. <laughs> but, okay. Um, um, they're all, so, yeah, if you wanted, we can set something up or whatever. But I also, they just yeah. want to let you know that you can do this in group settings, like through Zoom and things, and, and, and basically making it a, like a class almost in group settings. Okay, cool. Thank you. I kind of figured You're that welcome. much. It's like me trying to catch up with, that like my brain, you know, going, well, how will we yeah. orchestrate that? And, how, da, 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 da. and it's like, okay, yeah, all right, I get it. <laughs> yeah, there's a group, they got it. They're, we're like, we're good. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. Oh my goodness, that's too funny. Um, do you have a direct email? Because um, otherwise, I have to go through Conscious Living, and then they'll go to you, and then back to me, and and then I can just have oh. Haley, my assistant, set you up an appointment time so that we can do this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's just it's my name, Angela Zabel LLC at gmail dot com. Well, that's nice and easy. Yeah, Angela Zabel LLC at gmail. As long as you spell cool. Zabel right, you're good. <laughs> Z a b e l, yes. Correct. Correct. Okay, I'm I'm a real like I I have an English degree too. I'm a real stickler on spelling and all of that stuff. So which usually comes in handy and sometimes is annoying. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> oh, I'm really looking forward to this, Angela. Um, I, I'm really just, this is just fascinating to me too. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm on the, I'm kind of like, okay, guys, just guide me and uh, let me experience like what else is happening. And I keep getting this whole women helping women network theme going. Yeah. I've been, I've been I getting that too. <laughs> Have you? So something I think is really coming together that I can't even, I can't wrap my mind around it just yet. I can't do the, it's like my clients, right? I can't do it. I can't do the hows and, and, and make it happen. And, you know, it's a matter of, okay, just be there. And I've been getting that same thing and it's it's been a global network of women and doing collaborations and doing different, it, it's, it's, they've been giving me bits and pieces and I'm like, okay, help me formulate the rest of it. <laughs> well, apparently <laughs> they're definitely doing it and something really neat is going to happen. And that's where I've been, even for myself with meditation, I've just been trying to do nothing but open to God, universe, goddess, whatever you want to call it. Nothing else. No, no manifesting at all. Like just, just do that, and then I'm guided. And, and that's what I've been working with is just being open to receiving whatever they have to send, whatever that may be. And sometimes it's just the feelings, and sometimes it's 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 a whole collaboration of of information, and just being open to whatever they're sending me. 
because I sometimes right. I'm that type A personality that wants to make sure yeah. I got everything. Right. <laughs> and we want to do it. And it's like, okay, who should we call and what should we do? And it's like, yeah. no, 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 no. Just, just be, because us doers love to just be. Um, it's like, yeah. just yeah. be, do your meditation <laughs> to open, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's the fun thing. It's like, okay, I've got to I've got to try to sit here and not think about everything else. And it's like, oh, if you give me, you know, if I got one thing to do, I can take off with it. <laughs> well, right. And you know, when they say something like, well, you can do the group, then it's like, okay, so how do I get it out there? Should I use Instagram? And what about this? And then it's like, okay, shut up and just just be, just meditate, listen, trust, and all come together. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it'll it's all it's all coming together and it's coming together quicker and quicker and it i it, it's like you can feel the formulation like you felt like when you feel the babies this is like a new creation and you can feel it forming and that's the cool mm-hmm. thing with it it's like it's just it's a whole ball of energy that's just forming and building speed and and just building energy with everyone who's been connecting into this so it, it's been it's like, this is going to be so cool when it gets out there. I don't quite know how it's all oh, yeah. formulating. I know it's going to be so good. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, I just look back over 20-some-odd years and go, oh, yeah, that happened. That Okay, and that unfolded, and I couldn't have done that, and I couldn't have made, like, you know what I mean? Like, there was nothing I could have done to make that happen. And I kind of look back at it and go, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, it, and I look back, too, and it's like I could never imagine myself where I'm at right now 10 years ago. Oh. I could never have even, like, that would not even have been on my radar. <laughs> isn't that isn't that so funny? And I've got a friend that's a medium, and she was doing, um, we used to have a meeting um, in the office when we had, like, the big, like, our school and whatnot, and she was doing a meeting for the students and she's a medium. And so, you know, people were coming through and then my dad comes through and he says, um, he basically says, well, I knew she was going to do something. I didn't quite know it was this. <laughs> <laughs> like my, my spirit dad is kind of shaking his head or scratching his head and kind of like, I, I knew she would do something. I didn't quite know it was going to be this. <laughs> a little different than I expected, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, when I was in school, when they said, what do you want to be when you grew up? When you grow up, I didn't never said um, a pink starlight whisperer or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, oh, would I have ever guessed I'd be a medium and teaching and coaching in a radio show? No, not that wasn't on the radar. <laughs> Right, right. Oh my goodness, I know it's crazy, but it's awesome. Oh yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world. It's, it's the best. It's the most exciting. It's the most fun I've ever had in my life, and every day just gets more fun and more exciting and more like, what's going to happen next? <laughs> right, right. And when I get to talk to somebody like you, I mean, it's just fun, and the energy gets even higher, and it's a wonder that it didn't crack into the radio show. We didn't get disconnected. It, it cracked in a few times. I didn't know if you noticed, but there was times the radio, um, the they were, um, the phones, I could hear the, the connections going in and out a couple of times, two or three times it did. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I know I wasn't, I didn't notice that, but 
we didn't get totally disconnected, so that was good. No, I did one earlier today, and I I didn't get disconnected, but I froze like many multiple times, <laughs> multiple times. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I had somebody that does a radio show online, like some one of these radio show um, platforms, and. I'm talking, and she disappears, and she's gone, but I can see the recording is still on. So I just keep talking. <laughs> yep, that, that's, what, that's what I tell people. I'm it's like, like, hopefully if she'll I come back. back. Or I'm the only one on the radio here. But. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'll tell people. If I freeze or something, don't worry, just keep going. I'll be back on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So then I have, like, a so and my regular light in the room will start flashing and it'll go, oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, my gosh, so fun, so fun, so fun. Um, thank you again so much for having me on. Thank you for being on. I appreciate it. I think this is a great show, great information for people out there. I think it's going to help and reach a lot of people. So I thank you for your time. I appreciate it. And I can't wait to connect again. Yes. Well, I will have Haley get in touch and we'll get you a pink starlight attunement um, on the books and yeah, go from there. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you have an absolutely amazing night. Thank you so much. And uh, tell Drake hi. Oh, I will. And uh, yes, the whole tractor thing too, right? <laughs> I was going to say, I heard, I heard his interview with you, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You, He's like, oh, yeah, she's great. She knows characters. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> we just had to fix ours. So we had a, a, a 1948. <laughs> oh, dude, he loves it. You're lucky the whole show didn't go tractor. <laughs> it's okay. We could have done tractor for a while. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Bring, I live in the suburbs, and there's a spirit. It's so funny because, yeah, we live in the suburbs, right, the little cookie-cutter houses, but in the garage there is a 1949 John Deere tractor. <laughs> Eventually, hopefully, have... we'll have the land to go with the tractor. <laughs> You'll get there. <laughs> Those pink starlights will we'll help there. you get there. <laughs> yeah, they will. I mean, we had to find this place. We had to look for a no HOA because the HOA people Uh-oh. don't like you to have a big, a big giant tractor in your anywhere in your area so they don't care for that kind of stuff too much (laughs) they're so picky about that so yes so the tractor takes up one whole bay of the garage and um yeah (laughs) it works it works (laughs) i love it awesome well you have an absolutely amazing night this has been an absolute pleasure and i thank you so much for being on no, thanks for having me, and yes, I agree. Total pleasure. Thanks again, Angela. You are welcome. You have a great night. You too. Take care. You too. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. The there's always time for the drive through deal. Because no matter how fast you are at making breakfast, McDonald's is faster. Wake up to McDonald's breakfast. Right now, buy a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, or sausage McGriddles, and get the second one for just a dollar. Order ahead in the app and pick up curbside. 
Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.